Now, about uh, 1988, uh, Nick Cave decided he'd make a foray into filmmaking, and he'd already been an author at that point as well. He was um, quite notorious in the UK after his uh, work with the Junkyard and the Bad Seeds and his extremely volatile relationship with the press and drugs at the time as well. And he ended up making a film called Ghosts of the Civil Dead, which he starred in, and it was an extremely, extraordinarily brutal precursor of what was to come in the prison system in America. It was already in existence, but this whole notion of 23-hour lockdown and and the brutality of American prison systems, it was a it was a brilliant film, very, very hard film to watch, and it was a very bleak, low-budget film as well, so nothing easy about it. But it was a very strong film, and it was directed by John Hillcoat, and other than a, a tiny Australian film called To Have and To Hold in the mid-90s, from 1988 up until 2005, nothing major happened despite this promising initial offering. And then he released one of the best Australian films of the last 10 years, The Proposition, which is an outstanding film starring Ray Winston, a, a very existential western. And then The Road, so his career's really taken off. He um, made the Cormac McCarthy novel into, again, an astonishingly bleak film, The Road. Not an easy watch at all, uh, starring Viggo Mortensen. Now, he's just released his new film, Lawless, which is uh, also written by Nick Cave. And even some of the music is by Nick Cave as well. And like my first review film of the evening, uh, savages it focuses on a group of people making illicit product on a small scale but who are very good at it and have this very big reputation despite them only being in this case brothers three brothers uh, Shia LaBeouf Tom Hardy and um, I'm not sure who the other guys I think it might be Jason Clark and they exist in Prohibition Virginia making a moonshine to be sold to New York and places like that and it's basically a Prohibition gangster movie uh, and the same thing happens as it happens in Savages. The bigwigs want to move in on their operation. And in this case, uh, Guy Pierce is a representative of the people who want to take over all of the moon production in Virginia and co-opt all of these people. Big government version of uh, the moonshine business moves into town and behaves in a quite appalling manner. And there's also um, a lot of sort of political shenanigans going on between how the police are behaving and how other gangsters are behaving, particularly in Chicago, where it was the heyday of Al Capone and the, and the like. And the novel itself is a, well, sorry, the film itself is allegedly based on fact and on the uh, novel by Matt Bondurant. And it's um, the Bondurant brothers are the actual brothers who are the moonshiners. So how much of it's true and how much of it isn't, I don't know, but it's still. A fascinating story. It stars Sheila Booth as the younger brother who desperately wants to become involved in the, the older two's um, gangsterisms, and a, a very he gives a really good performance. He's let down a little bit by it being a little bit too coy and a little bit too obvious, but he is a good actor and he does give a really strong performance in this. Tom Hardy, who has just I mean, it seems so such a short time ago he was starring in Bronson and getting rave notices for that film. And he's now firmly established and he's just on screen all the time. He was in the recent Batman movie in Inception and um, 
now he's the star of this and he's a very very good very brooding performance um the real standout for me was guy pierce i haven't seen guy pierce so alive in a movie since i don't know la confidential or memento it's certainly his meatiest role apart from one absolutely execrable worst line of the year let's take it's time to take out the trash who thought that was a good idea i don't know but other than that he's this very disturbing uh, very screwed up character that's sort of um trying to put the strong arm on everyone else in the town he's a brutal nasty man as well and there's two women involved jessica chastain and mia wasikowski is also australian and um one plays the um well they both play love interests and it's the one biggest failure of this film, given the fact that John Hillcoat's previous uh, directorial efforts and the ones with Nick Cave have been so excitingly odd and imaginative and unusual and original, is just how, how crushingly boring and obvious this story is. Nothing happens that you wouldn't predict or be able to write down right now. It's such an obvious rote story, like Shia LaBeouf's character starts gazing across at uh, a very sort of devoutly religious young woman who and you can you can just draw the dots all the way through this film nothing happens in it that's surprising and I'm really shocked that John Hillcoat and uh, Nick Cave could be responsible for f- such a formularic movie it's really a letdown but it's not a, a letdown that destroys the movie it is a very entertaining film it's got a great cast and great performances from top to bottom. Uh, Gary Oldman is also the one of the Chicago gangsters that becomes involved. And um, everyone in it is very good. It's beautifully shot. It's got some very memorable scenes, particularly some of the extreme violence in there. Uh, there's a throat-cutting scene in it, which is not just barbaric and horrible to watch, but actually was a, a rare glimpse of originality in the film in the way that it it sort of transpired it was quite effectively done and it's enjoyable to watch it goes on a little bit too long but not that far it wants to be this epic gangster film the best comparison i can make is the johnny depp starring michael mann movie public enemy about um how can i forget that gangster's name he's one of my favorite but one of the other major gangsters of the 1930s and that film although it was brilliantly made it was very hard to sit through and become engaged by it was it just sort of had nothing to grab you and i think this is a better movie this is just as flawed but it's got more to grab you it's got quite like um savage did it's got quite a pulpy story it's lurid um it's wonderfully shot and it's got some very evocative imagery of 1930s virginia and uh, chicago as well and everyone's good in it and the music's quite is quite entertaining it is a little bit too much that you you just think I know exactly every single path this film is going to take and you're probably going to be right but other than that it is it is very enjoyable and the craftsmanship of the movie making with regards to how it looks and sounds and the acting and everything is superb so on that basis I'm going to give it an 8 even though it probably doesn't deserve an 8 because it's such an obvious rote film um, it is a very entertaining film. It's a film I'd happily sit through again without worrying too much about it. And that's the only thing that would separate it more from Savages. I think I'd sit through this easier a second time through. Although I'd watch Savages again, um, I think I would be more tired of the long sort of monologues of Savages than I would of this one. So that's Lawless, 8 out of 10. And um, 